Welcome to Unyielded, Thriving No Matter What, where we talk about how to make your next chapter in life your best chapter. I'm your host, Bobby Kaler, and I believe that the best is yet to come. Welcome back, everyone. I am super excited to share this with you. I've put together a free five-day email course called Thriving Forward. Master your inner game for more happiness, well-being, and success. You can find it on the homepage of my website at www.bobbykaler.com, and I'll put that in the show notes for you. I hope that you'll check it out and let me know what you think. Again, it's a free five-day email course, and I wanted to put together a short course that would provide a boost for people to help people get started and move forward. Okay, so that's enough about that. Today, I want to talk about a question that I get a lot when I'm interviewed about my illness in 2003 and my recovery. I am often asked, what was one of the most important things that Rick and I did during that time? And here it is. But before telling you, I have to warn you that it may sound simple. And it probably is simple, but don't let that fool you and how important it is. So here it is. We didn't wait for me to recover to be happy. We were happy along the way. Now, that might sound a little weird, right? So I want to be really clear about this. We were not happy that I was sick, but we chose to not allow the illness to keep us from being happy. This was a a very intentional choice. I remember the day that we talked about it, clear as day. It was the day after the doctor told us that only 3% of people who had what I had would recover. And Rick brought my tea upstairs to the bedroom, and I said to him, um, I know that you didn't sign up for this, and, and if you want to leave, I would understand. I mean, we weren't engaged yet, um, we weren't married yet, and obviously, and I truly would have understood if that had been too much. And he just hugged me, and he said, we'll get through this together, and we'll figure out a new way to have fun with where we are now. And that was probably the most important thing we did. So here's how that shaped some of our choices. Now, since I was too sick to hike, we decided to take take long drives instead. And Rick would bundle me in a blanket and help me get out to the car, which in and of itself was exhausting, and then would go for a drive. And this is when we lived in Portland, Oregon. So sometimes we drove to the coast, sometimes we drove around Mount Hood, and sometimes we drove down the Columbia River Gorge. And we enjoyed the view along the way and just talking to each other. And quite often on the way back, I would fall asleep. But that was okay. We were spending time together. Another thing that we did is since I was pretty much housebound, we, I don't know, this was probably a year or so into the recovery, we got a ping pong table for, our, for the basement so that on those days when I did have some energy, we could go down there and we could play for 10 or 15 minutes. And, and we had fun with that. We, we weren't very good. <laughs> and it was in the basement, so the ceilings were low. So that caused some issues. But we had fun. Another thing we did is that we made our backyard into an oasis so that we could sit out there and watch our little kitties play. And it was magical. And then finally, once I started getting a little bit stronger and I could walk for more than a mile, which took, you know, three or four years, we took up disc golf. 
and it wasn't that strenuous. And it's basically, you know, walking around and throwing a Frisbee occasionally, but it was a game that we could play and get better at. And eventually we started taking vacations around where we could go disc golfing. And to this day, it's one of my favorites. And I'm sharing this because people frequently put their happiness on hold. You know, we we wait for conditions to be perfect, for everything to be just right, and we think, then I can be happy. No. No. Be happy now. Be happy with where you are and who you are. Even if you know that you have things that, you know, maybe you still want to change or ways that you still want to grow, that's okay. But choose to be happy in your present. While I I never, ever, ever want to go back to that time when I was sick, Rick and I frequently talk about the fun that we had and how we grew together even more. I I can't even imagine, really and truly, but I can't imagine how incredibly discouraging it would have been back then to think, well, I can't be happy until I'm well or until I can run again or, you know, whatever. Because frankly, we we didn't know if any of those things were going to happen. You know, it could very well have been that I was going to be in bed for the rest of my life. So I can't imagine how discouraging that would have been. The simple happiness that we found day to day kept us going and growing together. So if you find, you know, yourself thinking of some variation of, you know, once X happens, then I can be happy or I can feel good or I can relax or whatever that is, stop yourself and try reframing it. Here's what I do because I still fall into this trap. No one's immune. So when I find myself thinking something like that, I say, you know, instead of saying, you know, once X happens, then I can be happy or feel good. I say something like, once X happens, I am going to make a point of celebrating that. There's real value in celebrating a, a goal or that you've reached or a milestone or an achievement. And you can do that without putting your happiness on hold for the elusive someday. So I hope that you'll give that a try, as well as look for things to savor in all of your days. Those things are all around us. It could be as simple as listening to the birds or, you know, going for a walk with your dog and look at how excited your dog is when you go for a walk. I mean, there are so many things that we can savor if we decide to. If we don't decide to, we're not going to see them and we miss out on life and the best part of life. So thanks so much for being here and supporting the podcast by leaving a review or sharing an episode with a friend or colleague or uh, subscribing to it. You are the reason, those actions that you take, that is why we've reached the top 5% of podcasts. So I just want to say thank you so much for your support and for helping us do that. I hope you have a great week and keep thriving.